In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Amen. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked in the children's message. Have you ever walked on water? I have to say that I have not. I have walked through water, and I'm sure you have too. At the edge of a lake, perhaps, or the uh, edge of the ocean, if you're close to the ocean, through that, uh, those small running creeks that run down uh, toward the ocean and across the, the, the sand on the beach. Sometimes we can come up to them and uh, decide uh, maybe we'll turn around and go the other way. Sometimes we find a shallow spot where we can easily walk through. Another instance that I can share with you about walking through water was back in Alaska when I was a pastor up there. We went sheep hunting. Two other men and I walked quite a ways until we got to this rushing, it was a, it's a, I'd call it a creek, but it was really running fast. It was a fairly warm day and the, the snow or the glacier up above was, was melting and the water was really coming down. And uh, but we had to cross that, that little river. We threw our, our boots across. It was small enough so we could do that. And then we had put our tennis shoes on, and, and we found a really heavy uh, sticks. And as we stepped into the water, we had to use those sticks so that we didn't get pushed downstream. So I walked through water there, and it was kind of a memorable event. Perhaps you've seen videos of, of a person uh, who looked like they were walking on water uh, as they crossed this small uh, creek, but actually they were stepping on rocks that were just either just below the surface of the water or uh, uh, maybe slightly above so the person could see where to step. But uh, they weren't fooling anybody. They weren't walking on water. In today's gospel, you hear how Matthew describes the amazing incident when Jesus walked on the water toward the boat where the disciples were kind of laboring, uh, maybe uh, wondering how in the world they're going to keep going uh, against the wind and the waves. But before we get to that amazing uh, miracle, I want to remind you of the event that preceded uh, this miracle, and that was the feeding of the 5,000. How that event took place. And uh, we remember how the disciples told Jesus, well, it's getting late in the day. You better send this, this crowd home. 5,000 plus women and children who had gathered there. It's amazing that they had such a large group there. And uh, Jesus said, they don't have to go home. They don't have to go and buy food somewhere to eat. You feed them. And of course, the disciples were kind of surprised at that and wondered what in the world Jesus was getting at. And uh, they found the five small barley loaves that a young boy had brought for his lunch and uh, was eager to give it to, the, to Jesus and to fish. And Jesus multiplied that small uh, lunch, uh, giving it to the disciples, and they distributed enough for all the people there to be satisfied. 
not just take a bite, but they were satisfied that they had enough to eat. And even after that, they gathered 12 baskets of uh, food that were left over. And I thought I was, as I was uh, uh, writing the sermon, I wonder if that, those 12 baskets of food were in the boat there with the disciples as they were <laughs> struggling to make their way across the Sea of Galilee. Uh, Matthew tells us, and when they climbed, they being Peter and Jesus. Well, first of all, uh, uh, Peter uh, had some doubts. And uh, all of the disciples had doubts when they first saw Jesus walking on the water. But Peter's doubts continued, apparently, because he said, Lord, if it's you, it's interesting he uses the word Lord there, Lord, if it's you, tell me to get out of the boat, walk toward you. And Jesus just said, come. And uh, Peter uh, must have believed. He had some faith there, too, a little faith. He got out of the boat and started walking on the water as the Lord enabled him until he saw the wind. It's interesting, he says, it says, he saw the wind. Uh, I think he saw what the wind was doing. He probably some big waves coming his way. And uh, when he began to doubt again, he started to sink. But he didn't forget about Jesus because he said, Lord, save me. Jesus reached out his arm or his hand and grabbed Peter to keep him from drowning. And uh, Matthew then says that Jesus, Jesus said to Peter, oh, you of little faith, why didn't you believe? And then they got into the boat and uh, when Jesus and Peter got into the boat, the waves, the wind died down. And everyone on the boat, all the disciples were told, then worshipped Jesus and said, truly you are the Son of God. And that perhaps is the biggest miracle of all, that the disciples had a stronger faith, even though Jesus said to Peter, O oh, you of little faith. It's interesting that uh, this comment, you are the Son of God, only appears three times in the Gospel of Matthew. This time, and the time when Jesus uh, asked the disciples, who do you say that I am? And Peter uh, spoke up and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the third time, these words are expressed by that centurion at the foot of the cross who said that Jesus certainly must be the Son of God. O oh, you of little faith. Those are interesting words that Jesus said to Peter. Jesus acknowledged that he did have a little faith, but it was a little bit shaky there as he walked on the water. Do we have a little faith? Do we have a great faith? I think at different times in life, we have a little faith. And we have to remember these words of Jesus then. Jesus spoke to Peter, who was starting to sink in the lake. Oh, you of little faith, as he reached out his hand and saved him. Jesus was willing to protect this man of little faith. He was willing to protect all the disciples in the boat because the winds died down. 
and they then made it safe to shore. We must confess that among other sins, we are also, we also commit the sin of having little faith at times. Sometimes we doubt the amazing things the gospel teaches us about Jesus. Sometimes we doubt whether Jesus is listening to our prayers. When really bad things happen to us in life, we wonder where Jesus is. Why does he let this happen? Why does he wait so long to give us the help that he promises? But by the grace of God, like Peter, we still have a little faith. Our loving and caring Lord knows that he and the Holy Spirit have started that faith in our lives, have initiated that faith in our lives, in our baptism. For other people who were baptized as adults, or at least older than little children, uh, that faith may have been started, initiated by the gospel, as we heard it proclaimed to us. And then we began to believe, and then we wanted to be baptized. Our faithful and loving Savior continues to protect our faith, enrich our lives day after day and year after year. He knows the things uh, which could be devastating to our faith. And that's different for every one of us. Perhaps too much success, too much money in our lives, becoming too famous and well-known by people in the community. All of these things can sometimes cause us to have little faith. The second thing God does, besides protecting our faith, is to cause the faith to grow. There the disciples were out on the, the lake, battling against the wind. Progress was very slow. And what were they doing there? Why had Jesus compelled them? And that's the word that Matthew uses uh, in his gospel. Jesus compelled them, made them get into the boat and leave and start going to the other side of the lake. On a previous stormy uh, day, when the disciples were in a boat, and they were fearful that the boat was going to sink and they'd be all drowned, but Jesus was, was there with them then. And when they asked Jesus, they woke him up and they asked him to do something, he did that, and the waves stopped immediately. But Jesus was with them at that time. But now, in the situation we, we hear in today's gospel, Jesus was not with them when they were battling the wind. And uh, maybe they were wondering what in the world they were going to do. Could they keep going like this? But Jesus knew, and he came to them. How does one, who can, how does one trust in Jesus who was, that we can't see? The, the disciples couldn't see Jesus at the, in the initiative, uh, as this gospel is initiated because he wasn't with them. And that's true for us in our lives. We never, at least uh, I don't know anyone who says they saw Jesus, 
But we believe in Jesus. Even if we have a little faith, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We know that Jesus is with us. We know that Jesus listens to our prayers, and in his own time, in his own way, he answers them. Jesus places plenty of challenges in our lives, and uh, our problem sometimes is that we're afraid to get out of the boat. Jesus challenges us in our worship, in our prayers, in our giving, in our living. He challenges our little faith so that we can, it can be built up and strengthened. So are we afraid to get out of the boat? The worship area in a church is called the nave. And the word nave is the Latin for a boat. So we're in the boat right now. Sometimes we're so comfortable in the boat that we don't want to get out of it. We don't want to get out there in the community. We don't want to talk with people who might ask us about Jesus, especially if they're people that are quite different than we are, or people who don't seem to like us very well. Are we afraid to get out of the boat? We especially refuse to get out of the boat if it's too challenging for us once we get out on that uh, amongst the people of the community. So the best thing that God can do with our little faith is to save us. When Peter started to sink, Jesus saved him. He reached out his hand, grabbed him, and they were able to get into the boat. Peter had doubted several times. But when he was in, per in the peril of, of drowning, his little faith cried out, Lord, save me. And that is what faith can do. A little faith or a large faith, as long as it is faith in Christ. Our faith received the salvation Jesus has won for us. Our faith, little or great, assures us that our Lord, if it is his will, can and will save us when we're ill or when we're facing big challenges in life, and maybe even disastrous situations, our little faith calls out, Lord, save me. The greatest outcome of our faith in Jesus, of course, is his promised gift of eternal life, life with him in heaven. Peter, who had only a little faith in that boat, in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, assures us in his first epistle the importance of faith. He says to us, reassuring us, you are obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Through the continuing power of Jesus' presence with us, his promise to be with us, to help us, we believe that he saves us. He won't let go of us. He will receive us someday into his heavenly kingdom. So now with this understanding of the presence of Jesus, even when we have little faith that reaches out, Jesus reaches out for us. So now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep 
your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please rise as we join in confessing our Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed. <clears throat> 